Welcome. You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for the February edition of the Creststone Eagle. My name is Paula Vaughn. We're going to start with some letters to the editor. Grants allow Eagle to expand its reach. Dear readers, a note from Creststone Eagle Community Media. As your nonprofit news organization, our mission is to build trust, create connections, and enhance economic development in rural Swatch County. With that in mind, we are expanding our geographic coverage area and initiating outreach efforts in each of our diverse communities. This issue of the Eagle features stories of people, businesses, and events from around the county which appeals to our shared interests and shared needs for information that affects us all. Please let us know what you think. Public forums at local libraries, schools, and other locations are planned to hear from you and to bring people together. Additionally, we are seeking correspondence in each community around the county to keep us informed and keep the lines of communication open. With your support, we will continue, as well, to provide the regular news items and columns that Eagle readers have enjoyed through the years. We are most grateful to the Swatch County Commissioners for their ongoing support and to Colorado Media Project's Advancing Equity in Local News grant for making this possible. Creststone Eagle Community Media Board of Directors. Another letter to the editor. Waters resigned as editor. Dear readers, when Crestone Eagle Community Media purchased the Crestone Eagle earlier this fall, we made a commitment to provide trustworthy local news, and a key part of our commitment was to separate rumor from fact and counter the spread of misinformation. We are aware, therefore, that there are or will be rumors about upcoming staff changes at the Eagle. Fact is, John Waters has resigned as editor, and we have begun our search for a replacement. While the details surrounding his decision remain private, who among us hasn't started a new job only to find after a short time that it wasn't the right fit? And who among us, similarly, hasn't encountered bumps in the road on the way to starting a new project or developing a new business? So we move on and we are very excited about continuing to strengthen our news reporting and beginning the process of expanding our community outreach efforts and geographic coverage to include all of Sawatch County. We'd like to take this occasion to encourage questions, comments, and feedback from you, our readers. Letters to the editor are always welcome as are informal notes, story ideas, or suggestions. Is it true that questions about topics people are talking about on the street or on social media will provide material for a new regular column? Please call 719-849-3859 or email CM at gmail.com. Signed, the Board of Directors, Crestone Eagle Community Media. And we have breaking news from the Crestone Eagle website. Motion to dismiss petition to form Town of Baca Grand granted. This was written on January 31st. The local effort to create the town of Baca Grande 
faced a setback in court on Monday. On January 30th, Sawatch County District Court granted the Baca Grand POA's motion to dismiss the petition to form a town filed by citizens for proposed town of Baca Grande. The order granting the POA's motion to dismiss states that the petition to form the town of Baca Grande does not meet the requirements of incorporation statutes. And now turning to Town of Crestone news, back to the February edition of the Crestone Eagle. This news was written by Scott Erisman, Interim Town Administrator. On January 9th, the Board of Trustees regular monthly meeting was held as a hybrid meeting in person and via Zoom and was called to order at 9.30 a.m. The board took the following actions. To approve the agenda with the following additions. Grant writing was added as item 11K. To approve the minutes of the regular board meeting on December 12th with the following corrections, the second paragraph under item 8E was deleted as it was actually retained from a previous set of meetings, and the descriptions of correspondence received are to be removed as they are inadvertently misrepresented Carl Cole's letter. To approve the minutes of the special board meeting on December 15th, to direct the town clerk to move public works and water reports to the beginning of the reports section so they do not need to sit through irrelevant portions of the meeting. To approve water operator Miguel Sherius ordering the parts necessary to have one extra meter pit ready as there is currently a very long wait time for said parts. To approve water operator Miguel Shares registration and related expenses for the upcoming Colorado Rural Water Association training conference. To approve the assignment of additional temporary duties and a commensurate pay raise to office aide Kyle Boskett as he is forced to take on additional duties outside of his job description during this time of significant staff turnover. To approve the check registers as presented by the treasurer. To direct interim town administrator Scott Erisman to ensure that all grant applications for more than $10,000 are first approved by the board. To direct treasurer Lisa Syriax to prepare a combined water wastewater budget for the next meeting as well as a bare bones budget with potential grant funding removed. To designate Trustee Stephen Hume as an alternate representative to the San Luis Valley Council of Governments. To direct staff to request some additional clarification from Wall Smith and Bateman regarding the termination of our relationship. To direct the Dark Sky Committee to work on plans for an observatory. To approve Resolution 1-2023 designating official appointments. To approve Resolution... Resolution 2-2023 Participation Agreement with Colorado Retirement Association To direct Interim Town Administrator to inform the Baca Grant Incorporation Committee that the Town of Crestone will not be applying for any pass-through grant funding at this time. To direct Town Attorney Seth Walker to review supporting documentation for the three-mile intergovernmental agreement. To direct staff to handle issues relating to the recently passed plastic bag ban as they arise. And during the citizens' comments period of the meeting, a Crestone resident stated the following. Three items were on the agenda related to spending or fiscal policy, and that consideration of all things should be postponed until a new budget has been passed. A Baca Grand resident made the following comments. A request was made for the Town of Crestone to apply for a pass-through grant to sponsor a feasibility study for the proposed Town of Baca Grande. And a request for the approximate sales tax collected from Baca Grande residents for online orders to be clearly broken down in the Town's budget. News. 
It has truly been a season of change here at Crestone Town Hall. Interim Town Administrator Leslie Klutzmeyer has moved on to a new position with a different town, and the town of Crestone extends its sincere appreciation for all the hard work that she has put into the role. Some of you may remember meeting Administrator Candidate Susan Hackinson at the budget hearing held on December 5, 2022. Susan has determined after much deliberation that she would not be the right fit for our community and has declined the town's job offer. Where does this leave us, you ask? With me, your friendly neighborhood interim town administrator, Scott Erisman. We've officially reopened Town Hall to the public, so if you and I haven't yet gotten acquainted, feel free to stop by Town Hall anytime, Monday through Thursday, from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. and say hello. I do not have the same grant writing and management experience expertise as my predecessor, so if you or someone you know has significant experience in that field, please reach out to Town Hall. We may have some contract work available. You may have heard that there was much ado about the town budget this year. The result was that the town passed a rather bare-bones provisional budget to make due until more information can be gathered. Much of that information is expected to come from an independently run water rate study that will assess the current and predictable future expenses of maintaining our water system to ensure that our fresh, clean, Crestone drinking water remains viable for generations to come. Work on that independent rate study began in January, and results can be expected by late spring. Our public works crew has been kept very busy clearing the sidewalks and roads of significant recent snowfall. I'm a big skier myself, so I say keep it coming, Mother Nature. A final item of news is this newsletter itself. We've had trouble getting these out in the last few months due to staff turnover and shifting responsibilities. While we all wear a lot of hats here at Town Hall, we each have but one head to wear them on. That said, I'll be wearing the newsletter hat from here on out, so you can expect a newsletter just about every month going forward. The Town Board of Trustees will continue to hold Here to Listen sessions through the winter and spring on the first Saturday of every month at 10 a.m. at the Cloud Station located at 220 South Cottonwood Street. Crestone Town Hall is located at 108 West Galena Avenue and is open Monday through Thursday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Please contact us by calling 719-256-4313, emailing office at gmail.com or knocking on the front door during office hours for your business needs. You may also use the secure payment slot next to the front door for dropping off payments or other documents and to contact Town Hall via U.S. mail. Send letters to P.O. Box 64, Crestone, Colorado 81131. And we have this official notice from the County Commissioners. <clears throat> The Board of County Commissioners will hold a public hearing at the Swatch County Courthouse located at 501 4th Street, Swatch, Colorado, on the following date, Tuesday, February 7, 2023, from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. to consider public comment on possibly adopting a Swatch County Nuisance Ordinance. To review the proposed changes, you may contact the Swatch County Land Use Department, P.O. Box 326, Swatch, Colorado, 81149, or email a Torres, that's A T O R R E Z, at SwatchCounty CO dot gov, or call 719 655 2321, or you may view the changes on their website at www.swatchcounty.colorado.gov. Written comments will be accepted. Sorry, the, that deadline's passed Feb, Friday, February 3rd. 
and this was posted by Tom McCracken, Chairman, Swatch County Board of Commissioners. And speaking of county, we have Swatch County News written by Sandia Belgrade, a first for the county. The county is off to a good start in this new year. It made history. Since the county's founding in 1866, there have never been two women serving as commissioners at the same time. Liza Marone, representing District 3, joins Lynn Thompson and Tom McCracken as county commissioners. She replaces Tim Lovato, who served two terms. His legacy includes a persistent effort to assure the aquifer remains viable and that water is protected. Marone has 20 years of experience with the nonprofit Succeed, including sustainability, economic development, and downtown revitalization projects. That experience will serve her well, as the county has been focusing on those same areas. Other elected, elected officials sworn in were Trish Gilbert, clerk and recorder, Assessor Peter Peterson, Treasurer Regina Swartz, Sheriff Dan Warwick, and Tom Perrin as coroner. Value-added crops. McCracken said that another avenue for job development is value-added products that utilize agricultural commodities we already produce in the valley. There are also new crops, such as millet, which are gaining a foothold in the U.S. as a food crop. The county, at his behest, helped fund a millet trial at the CSU Extension Farm. The trials were a success, and they grew a crop on less than half the water used by potatoes or alfalfa. When researching this and gathering seed, he visited a gluten-free brewery in Wellington where they were malting millet and using it to brew beer. There's a malting plant near Monte Vista. McCracken said, we need to encourage and nurture innovation and entrepreneurship in our county. Critical water efforts. Agriculture is the lifeblood of our economy and water is essential for the farmers. Fortunately, the commissioners are working with several strategies to preserve water. Water is problematic, not only because of continued drought, but because the state model may not fully reflect the state of the aquifer in our county. Changes in cover crops and tilling is in our hands. Second electrical transmission line. Commissioner Tom McCracken reported that the county has been working with the SLV Council of Governments, which is promoting a line coming into and out of the valley. If built, it will have an enormous impact on job growth and income streams for farmers who may wish to place solar panels on their properties. That would reduce water use. The BLM has designated an area near Rattlesnake Hill, east of Sawatch on Highway 285, as an area for large-scale solar development. It's proving to be an uphill struggle to get the second transmission line, but without it, economic development moves more slowly. Discussion of water models. Although Tim Lovato is no longer a commissioner, the county has authorized him to keep working with Teresa Delaporte of Quantum Water Company. The two of them appeared before the Rio Grande Basin Roundtable in January. The data they have gathered is different from the state model. The intention is to have good science for the benefit of the aquifer. Craig Cotton of the State Division of Water Resources agreed that more study could be helpful. Food stability is in question. Christina Wilson, Director of Social Services, said our food banks are in short supply across the state, but food distribution in Sawatch is available to residents from all parts of the county and may even have more food than food banks right now. During a meeting in Crestone discussing their food bank, it became apparent that the most needy of our residents are people who cannot travel to Sawatch. Until the Crestone Food Bank finds a permanent home, there needs to be a better interim solution. Sawatch Health Center keeps evolving. 
The heart of the Rockies Medical Center in Salida now has a satellite clinic in Sawatch. The county is pursuing grants in order to facilitate improvements and renovations to the building on Denver Avenue. The satellite clinic provides family medicine, obstetrics, pain management, physical therapy, and provides direct access to lab and pharmacy services. A medical facility that keeps people from driving over Ponte Pass in the winter would surely be a boon to Sawatch. Housing expanding all over the county. Evan Zamora, director of the Housing Authority, is successfully juggling several projects at the same time. He is working to get new housing in Crestone near the charter school on Track 5 in the area where the nonprofit Living Wisdom is going to put in senior housing, which will be a wonderful complex. He is also looking at constructing affordable housing in the town of Sawatch as well as Casita Park. Affordable housing meets the needs of people with a wide range of incomes. Zamora is at the stage of creating a site map. Zamora observed that if there is no place to live, you cannot draw people to build businesses. The county has hired Yvonne Morfitt to write grants addressing economic issues such as housing and the Swatch Medical Clinic. PILT funding. The county received additional PILT, that's payments in lieu of taxes, funds. These are federal payments to local governments to help offset the loss of property taxes due to the existence of federal lands, which are non-taxable. Nearly 36% of Colorado is federal land, ranking ninth in the country. The funds have not yet been appropriated by any department, according to Wendy Mays, Sawatch County Administrator. Sales tax grants can fund your projects. The County Board of Commissioners will be taking grant applications for Sawatch County sales tax grants until 3 p.m., on Friday. Actually it says 3 p.m. Friday February 7th 2023 so it's either 3 p.m. Friday or 3 p.m. February 7th. In any case to be eligible grant applications must be for emergency services, public health and safety, youth and senior programs, projects or organizations, or renewable energy projects, business opportunities and job creation. Fill out the Sales Tax Grant Application Form 5 or you can contact the Swatch County Administration Office at 719-655-223 and that's not a right phone number, you'll have to look that up, to request, request a copy of the grant application. Valley-Wide Hazard Mitigation Plan. A draft of the San Luis Valley Hazard Mitigation Plan has been drawn up. It was introduced to residents in a workshop and is now available as a video presentation for the public. You are encouraged to review it at the sawatchcounty.colorado.gov website and offer comments. Commissioners appoint planning commission members via Grove Area, Jeff Shook, member and reappointment. Kachitopa Sergeant's Area, Rebe Hazard, alternate and reappointment. Crestone Baca area, Joe Buckley, member and reappointment, Karina Danforth, alternate and reappointment. Moffat area, Richard Drake, member and reappointment, Doug Glenn, alternate and new appointment. Center area, Bill McClure, member and reappointment. Swatch area, Amy Garut, alternate and new appointment. At large, Don Anderson, alternate and reappointment. And taking a look at upcoming and recurring library events, recurring programs include pre-K story time every Tuesday at the Swatch Public Library at 10 a.m. led by awesome community volunteers, writers group every Tuesday at Baca Grand Library at 2 p.m., after school program every Tuesday at the Baca Grand Library at 3.30 p.m., 
CCS class visit every Wednesday except February 22nd at 1.30 p.m. at the Baca Grand Library, chess every Thursday at 11 a.m. at the Baca Grand Library, game time self-directed every Thursday at 3.30 p.m. at the Baca Grand Library, take a break with your friends at the library. We have a variety of board games for you to play. Poetry group every Thursday at the Baca Grand Library at 5 p.m. Singing bowls and energy healing will continue at the Baca Grand Library on the 10th and 24th at 5 p.m. Candlelight yoga by donation every Sunday at the Baca Grand Library at 4.30 p.m. We also have Learn to Do Taxes on IRS Gov Guided Class at the Swatch Public Library on Thursday, February 9th at 11 a.m. Library hours and closures. Baca Grand Library hours are Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Swatch Public Library hours are Monday to Friday, 10 a.m to 5 p.m. and Saturday 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Masks are welcome but not required and please note that both libraries will be closed Monday February 20th for President's Day. And speaking of events we have regional happenings written up by Nick and Lee. The 2023 Ag Conference at Ski High in Monte Vista is on Tuesday, February 7th. A committee of ag producers and ag industry professionals have been meeting for months to plan a valuable and enjoyable conference for you. The theme of the 2023 conference is Surviving and Thriving, a conference on resilience and sustainability. The website is https colon slash slash agconferencesrm.com. Crestone End of Life Project Monthly Meeting is on Wednesday, February 8th, 7 to 9 p.m. It's a monthly open meeting, Crestone End of Life Project, Fellowship Hall, Little Shepherd of the Church Episcopal Church, downtown Crestone. Come find out what it's all about. Everyone is welcome. And Self-Care Holistic Fair is February 12th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. 26415 Woodward Avenue in Moffat. Come and explore alternative choices for taking care of your body, mind, and spirit. Admission includes a free mini-session from vendors. You're going to get to experience reflexology, energy healing, massage, sound healing, tarot card readings, and much more. Attend group meditation, contact-to-contact dancing, yoga sessions, enjoy informative talks from guest speakers to learn about local Colorado healing herbs, gemstones, mushrooms, and much more. Energetically charged snacks and other items will be available for purchase. All vendors will have tip jars so you may express your gratitude. Space is limited. And proposed Town of Baca seeks community input for road and transportation plan. That might be a moot point now, but I'll tell you about it anyway. The committee for the proposed Town of Baca grant is collecting information from residents ahead of the April CDOT Region 5 planning meeting. A road and transportation survey is available on their website, www.townofbacagrant.info. This will be the first of many surveys and community discussion forums. With the information gathered, we will be able to present CDOT with our top priorities in terms of road repair and upgrades and begin to envision long-term goals such as designated bike and pedestrian paths and improved transportation options such as bus services. Your input is appreciated. This was offered by Desiree Marceau. And taking a quick look at the calendar, Wednesday, February 8th, CEOLP monthly meeting on Zoom, 7 to 9 p.m. Informedfinalchoices.org is the website, the number 719-588-7415. On Friday, February 10th, Kayo Sosai Sampai Ceremony honors the passing of Shumai's founder. Call to attend in person. The number is 256-5284 or visit the website www.shumaicrestone.org to receive a link to join virtually. It will happen on Friday, February 10th at noon. 
And on Sunday, February 12th, Shumai's Monthly Senpai for February, call to attend in person, 256-5284, or visit the website www.shumaicrestone.org to receive the link to join virtually at 10.30 a.m. on the 12th. Vajravidya offers morning practice and meditation from 8.45 to 10.15 a.m. every morning. On Wednesdays, men's outreach with Crestone Baptist Church at Elephant Cloud at 8 a.m. On Thursdays, women's Bible study at Crestone Baptist Church from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. and youth and adult Bible study at Crestone Baptist Church at 6 p.m. on Thursdays. And on Fridays, contact beyond contact. Dance and self-discovery with Anya from 4 to 6 p.m. 10 to 30 dollars suggested donation. For information, call 719-298-2260. Um, actually, text that number for the address. And that's all we have time for today. Thank you for joining us for the Crestone Eagle. My name is Paula Vaughn. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.